just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. Hey, Salt Lake. We need 100 people to fill out our quick listener survey. It's easy and fun and about making our show even better and more useful for you. It's all multiple choice, and it won't take more than five minutes, I know, because I timed it. Plus, anyone who takes the survey will be eligible to win a $250 Visa gift card. Visit citycast.fm slash survey right now, citycast.fm slash survey. I can't thank you enough. And here is what Salt Lake's talking about. Salt Lake City schools aren't out until June 9th, but yesterday morning was Rose Park Elementary School's last bike bus. Riding bikes to school together in a critical mass is not just extremely cute. For the West Side's eager students and hurried parents, it is so much more. Our team tagged along as guest chaperones to get hot takes from kids on bikes and to figure out how you and I can help make this thing bigger and better in time for next year. It's Thursday, June 1st. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. My name's Nadia. And what grade are you in? Fifth grade. And what do you like about the bike bus? What I like about the bike bus is that you can like ride together and make friends with new people that you haven't yet. And you can like ride together instead of riding alone. And you can ride different places from where you are to school. And it's really fun. That's really cool. What have you seen on your bike bus adventures? Anything new and exciting? Oh no, this is my like my first bike ride. I haven't went last year. What are you looking forward to most on this bike bus? Um, to see how fun it is. Sounds so next time I can try to convince my parents if they say no or yes, to can we please go? I bet they'll say yes. Thank you, Nadia. It was good to meet you. Okay, you too. All right. What's your name? Savi. And what grade are you in? Second. Second grade. And what do you like about the bike bus? What I like about the bike bus is that we ride and we don't let like people behind. Do you? Oh, but you're on a scooter. Tell me about your scooter. I couldn't ride my bike because it was too big, and then so I took my scooter. That would be really cool. All right, have fun. What's your name? Harper. Hi, Harper. What grade are you in? I'm in kindergarten. You're in kindergarten? I love your star helmet. Thanks. Tell me about your bike. It's got a unicorn on it? Yeah. Do you like to ride your bike? Yeah. I hope you have so much fun. Uh-huh. Is your unicorn ring? It does. Yeah, it does. Have fun! Bye! Bye. Can I ride with you? Of course you can, baby! 
Katrina Perez, organizer of the bike bus, Rose Park Mom. You and I are sitting on the track talking on either sides of a purple bench at Rose Park Elementary. We just bike bust here with a group of students. Great turnout. Coming up on the last day of school. How did this year go? Did you guys make it without any flat tires, any boo-boos? I think we did. I saw a little bike man malfunction at the very end of the ride on the track, but <laughs> I think it was all resolved and here we are. We did have some snow difficulties that canceled our second ride. Yeah. But we we did too and I'm stoked about it. We're stoked about it. What's your average crowd size? Oh man. You know, I'm really bad about counting people that come. If you had to guess how many people were here, how many? I would say we started with maybe 15 this morning. By the time we got to the school, we had really picked up and maybe doubled in size, yeah. like maybe 30 of us 30 rolled kids, in. and yeah. I think there were quite a few adults. Like, I feel like we were a pretty good crew rolling down the street. Yeah, so... The nuts and bolts of the bike bus is to basically have a large enough group of kids and chaperones that they feel safe biking to school. But more than that, what do you hope to accomplish? I think there's just a natural sense of community that is born out of it. I'm, we can't connect like that if we're all waiting in the school drop-off line. But seeing all the kids and the joy on their faces, and it's just, I think, joy personified. You know, so many kids and adults smiling and just the community aspect of it is brings me a lot of joy as well as you know I don't know how many of those kids usually are dropped off by their parents but I think quite a few and so anytime we can take more cars off the road I'm definitely pretty happy about that so can we talk about the school drop-off line was there a moment that you were like no get me out of this yes Oh my gosh, it's awful. It seems like a real sort of an American institution. Yeah, so my little boy is in the Montessori here. He's in pre-K, and so I, I was introduced to it last year, and we live very close. One great thing about this school is every kid is within walking distance. There are no students that are bused, so kind of showing kids that walking and riding to school is a lot more fun is I think contagious. The times when we were too late to walk, it's awful. People are aggressive. They're not parking legally. It's just, it's chaos. I was a former educator and I've seen even more chaotic drop-off lines. Like I feel like Rose Park Elementary has a pretty good system, but even the best systems are still frustrating. And we are sandwiched between freeways and the refineries and have consistently some of the worst air quality in the valley. And 50 cars idling just adds to that. And I don't want my son and all these other little people breathing all of that unnecessary exhaust. What was the biggest challenge in getting all of this up and running? So many kids didn't have or don't have bikes or scooters. So I wanted to figure out a way to try and get every student that wanted a bike, a bike. So I thought that raising the funds would be kind of the most challenging part, but that happened fairly quickly. The most challenging part was actually sizing the kids for bikes, procuring those bikes. We have about a dozen bikes sitting in one of the school teachers' offices that need to be assembled. So you know, getting 150 bikes out 
is a challenge. And I wish we had completed that and had every kid had a bike. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. We're slow and steady. The Bicycle Collective has been an incredible help and partner. They have been rehabbing any donated bikes. It's just a learning experience and we'll get better. How do you figure out who wants to be in the bike bus and how to get them what they need to join? So I've been working really closely with both Nicole O'Brien, the principal here, and the family coordinator, Alicia. And Alicia and I have teamed up. Um, She delivered surveys and did like student surveys, gathered kind of that data and, and went from there. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Well, I hear you saying you've got about 100 bikes that need to be assembled. This was the last ride of the year, prepping for fall. What do you need? Like, how can people in the community help out? Yeah, we would love anyone that is good at assembling bikes. (laughs) That is a huge need. I would say that's probably our biggest need right now. And if anyone is great at fixing flat tires or bikes or rehabbing, that's also helpful. Okay. Do you need locks, helmets, like that kind of stuff, accessories? So we've had some really good partners with getting helmets out to the kids. I noticed 
unfortunately, there were a handful of kids still not wearing helmets today. And if anyone has any bright ideas how to encourage that, I would love that. So another challenge that we faced is storage of the bikes and scooters once we get here. So we've only been able to do these on Wednesdays because it's the short day at the school and not all of the rooms are being used. So bike storage is a, a challenge. There's one bike rack out front. We're trying to get some more, but we also need locks. Yeah. Did anyone learn to ride a bike as part of this bike bus? I don't have any official data, but I think some kids did. I mean, there are still some kids on training reels and, yeah. and walking, rock and training wheels, but... Um, Bike Utah has a really great educational program. We tried really hard to make it happen for the upper grades this year, and it just didn't happen for a variety of reasons. So hopefully next year where they come in, they'll instruct. They have a fleet of bikes. They can teach kids, you know, all the, the road safety. And so hopefully we'll be able to make that happen. There's some work to be done there, too. I yeah. Think. And something we've we've called it a walk and roll bus too so like mm-hmm. kids if they want to walk I mean we had a handful of of walkers today there were a lot of kids on scooters so really you know active transportation to school bus that yeah, doesn't the have the quite are... same ring to it <laughs> no it doesn't but I gotta tell you the kids on scooters were working hard they were working up a sweat man <laughs> kicking switching legs right and they're gonna learn so much today with yeah that. <laughs> and I saw I mean we got to get those hundred bikes built because I saw some kids on bikes that were simply too small for them and yeah. I was like this would be so much easier for you if your knees weren't hitting your chin and your backpack strap wasn't caught in your spoke <laughs> right well and that's another challenge with you know the bikes that we got out earlier in the fall sometimes kids go through these growth spurts and yes. figuring out some sort of bike library or return program so we can have those smaller bikes come and be ready for the incoming kindergartners you know yeah that's going to take some logistical maneuvering but you know it's a goal well what do you want the kids to get out of this autonomy like attendance and tardiness is skyrocketing since covid across the valley i think across the country when we give kids a way for them to get to school by themselves i think we empower them kind of off topic salt lake city school district gave all of the students bus passes and it's been such a joy to see there's a group of about a dozen kids ranging in age from 5 to 12 that meet up at the bus stop and are taking the bus home and you know it sounds like they're getting to school on time and when they're not relying on other people we see positive results so there's that I mean there's so much great research about active transportation and what that does for kids and everyone's moods and brains and learning capacities and the sense of community, like just seeing each other outside of the school walls, having a great time, I believe forges stronger relationships. I have to imagine there are at least a few Salt Lake dads and moms or parents who are sitting, listening to this in the drop-off line right now, thinking... How do I get? How do I do this? So, do you have any advice for parents that want to start their own bike bus? Yeah, I think just start. Start somewhere. Don't be afraid of beginning. It's that first step. 
that's the hardest and you'll learn so much along the way. I mean, it takes someone to start it, right? And so be, I don't know if bravery is the right word or just willing to take a chance and and get it rolling. I think speaking to the school and trying to forge a partnership there Um, they're your biggest ally and biggest asset. If you can get them on your team to disseminate the information, I think that's incredibly helpful. Trina Perez, thank you so much. Thank you. I spent some time on my bike bus ride chatting with Dr. John Pearson, an anesthesiologist who directs the FACET Lab at the University of Utah. The FACET Lab is where you researchers study how air quality, environment, and infrastructure impact our health. Dr. Pearson has been tagging along the bike bus because the university is interested in how it could serve as a model for a climate and community health intervention. Since last summer, the FACET Lab has been working with the Salt Lake City Mayor's Office and the school district to see how the bike bus could build community support for better bike infrastructure as well as get kids active, get parents out of their cars, and improve air quality around schools. They'd like to figure out how to fund resources for bike buses across our city, not just expanding to other schools, but also helping with gear, staffing, and you guessed it, bike racks. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye.